0: Yes, sir, we are back with the Hardwood Culture Podcast on the Believe Network. Know me, know the voice, know the guy. It's me, really relevant in the road to our Jr. here at your service. And I am back. Yes, I took a couple of days off and I didn't intend to. I thought that I was going to continue the show. So what happened is I ended up going down to Atlanta for the Black Sports Business Symposium a very, very dope opportunity event. I went last year, went again this year, and able to connect with a whole bunch of people working in sports, like a lot of, you know, like, it is built to help African Americans be able to navigate and create a lane for them in sports because it is a white dominated industry in terms of media coverage, all this other stuff. And so really, really great opportunity just to get to meet and connect with a whole bunch of people, people in different positions of power. Uh, I think everybody knows where I am at in my career and how I'm trying to take off in my career. And, you know, I have the ability to network with a lot of people that can help that. So uh, we'll see what happens for my career in the future. But it was super, super great, great event, super, super dope event, met a whole bunch of people and different cool things and I just found myself not being able to put in the work that I wanted to to feel comfortable about having a show and so I ultimately decided to just take the first couple of days off miss the play-in games uh, the rest of the play-in miss game ones yesterday while I'm just now getting back to my home and being able to really really deep dive into the games and so uh it was worth it, though. I think it was worth it. It was a, it was a great time. And now I feel like, you know, zero dark 30 brawn coming in, ready to take over the playoffs. Had a very good day in my Tally site picks for the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network Went three and one in the games yesterday. Looking to, you know, continue on top of that today. So hopefully we can have a good day in my return to the show. And with that, I do have a couple of plays. And so here. Let's just get to it cuz you guys have been waiting for a while. I'm not going to waste any well well like, before we get to it, like we got to talk about some things. And let's 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 reevaluate some of these series first before I get to today's game. Let's actually reevaluate some of these series. So, let's just quick recap what we've seen thus far in the playoffs and we have the Brooklyn Nets getting demolished by Philly. Remember, we have Philly. I believe we have the under and total games for that series, and we have Philly to sweep. I, I, I. That's going. That's going the right way. And we also have for. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't think I was able to give it out here. But the series spread for the Atlanta Hawks and the Boston Celtics was plus, plus two and a half, and it was pretty fairly well-juiced to the uh, Celtics side. Now it's minus two and a half for the Celtics series spread, minus 240, plus two and a half, plus 190. That was really a bad spot for Atlanta. Like Atlanta to travel down to Miami and then get the win— And preparation of this game travel back up to Boston. I think that that's like a little bit tough of a travel spot. I know it's some days in between there, but it's still a tough bit of a tough travel spot to go Miami, Atlanta, then Atlanta back to Boston. So I expect to see better play by the Hawks. I think that they can get a home game. I think they can steal a game on the road. I think that you can see a masterclass game by Trey Young that can help them steal a game on the road. So I – I still like the Hawks plus two and a half. I mean, it's at plus plus one ninety right now. I think that that's a pretty good price for them to win two games and be out in six. Like, I think that there's a very much a possibility that they Celtics have an opportunity to close out the Hawks and a fold. And that gives us the second game that we need to get over. So coming back to the West, Golden State was roughly minus three hundred to win the series. We took Sacramento plus one and a half. I'm pretty sure we took Sacramento plus one and a half on this show. I gotta go back. I gotta find my sheet so I can remember what we what we took long term on this one. But I'm pretty sure we took Sacramento plus one and a half. Sacramento got the win. I think that that was even though numbers don't support it. I think that was one of the best road games that Golden State played all year. And they still lost. Now, Golden State truthers are going to say that they played bad, and the fact that they lost a one possession game, they that you know Sacramento should be really, really afraid. But Sacramento was resilient; like they were going back and forth earlier in that game. Golden State went and pulled a lead. It was at one point that it looked like Sacramento wasn't going to get any stops that they needed, and they ended up being able to. You know, Golden State helped them with a couple misses, but Sacramento really, really leaned on Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox, and they carried them in that second half, and I think that the adjustments are going to come. The adjustments are going to come. Sabonis realizes that he's got a really, really tough matchup with Draymond Green and Kevon Looney. They were all over him in that game, so he's going to find ways to be more effective outside of scoring in terms of just on the glass and facilitating We'll see if Davion Mitchell gets more minutes. There was a couple of possessions that I was watching Davion Mitchell, and I said, oh, he's actually like doing pretty well on stuff, and I think that he can only get better with time. So I feel good about Sacramento plus one and a half of the series spread going forward, and very interested to see – I think this goes seven. Like, regardless, I think this goes seven, and that gives me all the confidence of plus one and a half at plus 135, but – this Sacramento, they're still minus 156 for Golden State to win the series. I'm going to wait for game two. If Sacramento can come out and punch Golden State in the mouth in game two, I'm perfectly fine getting back in on Golden State being down to nothing, going back home. 100% okay with that. That's the outcome that I want. I want Golden State to be down to nothing, go back home, have the opportunity to go win. Uh, two at home and tie the series up and then we have a whole new ball game from there so that's the opportunity that I'm looking for yeah it is a little bit of a hedge but I just think that once you get going to state at plus money to win the series like you're you feel really really confident knowing that they have the home court advantage going forward all right let's get into the actual games of today oh yeah I didn't talk about the Knicks I think Cleveland's in trouble. I think Cleveland's in trouble. Jalen Brunson is amazing. And how he can take a game over. And the difference between this, Brunson is the difference between this series and the Hawks series a couple years ago. Because now when Julius Randle is in trouble, you saw in that second half, like first half, he was cooking Evan Mobley. Second half, Evan Mobley was right there with him. But now you have Jalen Brunson to offset that, and they have nobody that can keep up with them. Their best perimeter defender, Isaac O'Correl, was getting cooked by Brunson to the point where they stopped having him guard him. I think Clabs are I think the Cavs are in trouble. And nobody's gonna say it because it's Cleveland. But you did we do have to remember Cleveland pushed all their chips in on Donovan Mitchell. And they could potentially be a first round out in the playoffs. If this was, if that was the Knicks, if the, everything was flipped and it was the Knicks, the media would be going crazy. But there is, like I said earlier, there's a lot of pressure on Cleveland. They got to figure out ways to get this done. And dropping the first game at home is concerning. I'll probably be back on Cleveland game two, but it is concerning. Alright. Let's see here. I am on a couple of plays here. Some stuff I'm still working out. We'll probably figure out on the cur- on the duration of the pod. But I know there's one play that I'm going to play, and I'm going to the night game. Phoenix Suns welcoming the Los Angeles Clippers for game one. Suns are laying seven and a half. It's minus minus two ninety-five on the money line for the Suns, plus two forty for the Clippers. 225 and a half is the total. Uh, nothing really too big of note on the injury report here. And you have uh, TJ Warren, Bisbat Biombo expected to play. Campaign is questionable with the back injury. We'll see if he plays. Marcus Morris is expected to play as well. We know that uh, Paul George is not playing. I have gone on record. I can't remember which show it was on, if it was this one or if it was the SGPN show, that I think that there is no doubt in my mind that the Suns are going to handle this series with the Clippers. I think that the Clippers might not win a game. They could very well get swept. I think that there people are giving the Clippers too much credit, giving Kawhi Leonard too much credit, Ty Lue too much credit. I think that offensively this power, this team for the Suns is going to be too much to handle in the same breath this is going to be the blue balls of the series. This game one is going to be the blue balls of the series because the Clippers are going to come into this game so locked in, so focused. Kawhi Leonard is probably going to have a good game. I wouldn't be surprised if we looked up and saw Russell Westbrook having a good game. They're going to give you such a blue balls in this game of thinking that this series is going to be close. People are going to watch this game, and there's probably going to be some people that are go out there and say, "Hey, you should sprinkle on this game to go seven because that that first game was really really good." And all this is going to be the Clippers' best chance to win a game. This will probably be the best game of the series. After this, I expect the adjustments for Monty Williams to come in. I expect for the realization who set in that you have to guard Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, DeAndre and Chris Paul all at the same time to really set in and for the Suns to run away with the series. But I think that right now, especially after the Clippers just played this Suns team and didn't cover the number, and now people are thinking, well, they, oh, they couldn't cover against the Suns C team. Why would they cover this number? Why would I – You know, take the points with them against this team here. Like Clippers plus seven and a half is the play. I'm telling you, this is this is where I feel like this is the sharp angle tonight. I have a line movement in their favor, I have sharp movement going in their favor to back up my thought process of the Clippers are going to go all out in this first game and try to set a tone for the series. And it's going to come crashing down to reality when they lose this game by two to three points that they are truly and seriously outmatched. They would have, they're would they going to give their best effort and still not get a win. And then the series is going to get extremely, extremely ugly from there. Clippers plus seven and a half. I feel really good about that today. All right. So there's another uh, number of things that I'm looking at here and we go to the lakers and the grizzlies game earlier today and this is i don't really want to give out plays in this because i'm getting this podcast with like two hours to go everybody that listens might not be able to catch but just really quick thoughts scott foster and eric lewis are both reffing this game scott foster is 10 and 3 to memphis ats in the playoffs, and he is four and five to the Lakers in the playoffs. ATS Eric Lewis, five and one to Memphis, two and two to the Lakers in the playoffs. Both of those edges, you have a line movement in their favor for Memphis. And Memphis has they're not more, the more veteran bunch. You can't say they're the more vet. You got Anthony Davis and LeBron James. So I'm not saying that they're the more veteran bunch, but they have more playoff. Cl- like, this team, this effectively the same team was the team that went on the run last year where they won a series against Minnesota and took Golden State six games. So, whereas I look at the Lakers and they have Rui Hachimara, who I believe this is his first playoff series, uh, Austin Reeves. I know this is his first playoff series. Uh, who else out here is, you know, it's a lot of their Jared Vanderbilt. I don't think he was in. Mm. No, Vanderbilt played with Minnesota last year. So Vanderbilt's been in the playoff series. But. It's like some of these key pieces coming off for and like, it's not going to just be Anthony Davis and Bon James. I hope y'all enjoy Speed Racer in the background. I have all the windows open and Speed Racer. Just decide to go crazy down the street. All right. I think that the co- I like the cohesion of Memphis playing together in game one. LeBron James also three and 14 road game ones. I believe that's what the number was. So I'm not looking at the side here. I'm looking at total. Total's at 228 and a half. I have a slight lean to, I'm matter of fact, I'm just going to go ahead and play it over. And I'm playing it over because Scott Foster, Eric Lewis, big time over reps. And if we go, let's let's matter of fact, let's just look at the numbers for. So Scott Foster, 37-21 to the over this season, 231.8 points per game. Eric Lewis, 31-32, 227.5, and Aaron Smith, 31-32, so points totals er is what i want to see i see 230s and points turtles i have scott foster as the crew chief and you know his games go over 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 because they're calling a a whole bunch of fouls it's just the fact of everybody making sure they make their free throws and we take advantage of the free points that we're getting with the time stop but i think that this is going to be that type of over game where they're going to be blowing a the whistle. They're going to be blowing a whistle. You know, Torker is going to be coming out onto the court. Blow the whistle. <laughs> Blow the whistle. <laughs> like, I think it's literally going to be like that. You're going to hear whistles all game in this game. Going to have a bunch of points at the line. It's going to boost a bunch of players' player props. So, I like the over. Over half for the Lakers and Grizzlies game. So I think there is a ladder that I want to talk about. Let's go to the late game. We have the Denver Nuggets hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. Nuggets are laying 7.5, minus 3.30 on the money line, plus 2.65 for Minnesota. and half is the total. And I want to talk about Nikola Jokic because he's had some good games against Minnesota in the past. He really has. But he has not like he's so willing to just be a facilitator and not a scorer. And so I don't care for his I don't care for his points prop, honestly, because he's been so unwilling to just go score. Whereas Minnesota without Jaden McDaniels, who's one of their best defenders. I don't know what their rotation is going to be with Kyle Anderson. If they bring Kyle Anderson off the bench, if he's in the starting lineup and with Rudy Gobert on the inside, I can see Jokic being a lot more of a passer in this game and in this series, to be honest, like Michael Porter jr. Is a guy that I think that honestly you can ladder him as well. I think he can have a really, really good game today against the, against the Minnesota Timberwolves just because of the attention that I know Jokic is going to get Jokic is going to command a lot of like attention today and I think that that's going to be they're going to say hey we got to stop Jokic stop Jokic stop Jokic but in doing that I can very much see him getting a number of assists in this one and so we look at Jokic past few games from the assist numbers to against the uh, Timberwolves you have 16 I think this is it is that it yeah so 16 13 9 8 8 11 in his last six games his assist prop is at nine and a half I think all the outside I think this is going to be a masterclass on Denver of being able to score in the half court off of the attention that Jokic is going to command. Because coming into this series, wanting to set the tone for Minnesota, I think Minnesota is going to keep this a close game for majority of the game until Denver pulls away in the fourth. I think that they are putting an emphasis on Jokic and saying we got to let somebody else beat us. And Jokic is going to be perfectly fine with that because he's trying to rack up assists and make sure he finishes with a triple-double. I want to ladder Jokic assists today. We can get him at his assist prop – over 9.5 at plus 100. I think he can get to 12 at plus 320, and I think he can get to 14 at 8-1. to That's just kind of a gut call by me, that Jokic is just more of a passer today rather than a scorer because all the attention he's going to command going into the paint in this game because I don't think that they're just going to leave Rudy Gobert on an island with them. I think that they're going to bring doubles. They're going to find ways to get the ball out of his hand. Hopefully, they're not hockey assists, and it's a bunch of ball movement, and they find the open shooter. Hopefully, he makes the right read, and it goes straight there, but I like his assists, and I think I will actually make a play on Michael Porter Jr. as well, over 17 and a half points. I like Cat, too. I think I might, I might end up getting there on Cat. Actually, I will play Cat. Let me look at Cat's numbers real quick. I want to see what Cat numbers are against the... That'll that'll tell me if I add Cat to this card real quick. Uh, versus Nuggets game log. We have uh, 32, 24, 32 in the last three games. For Then 14, 20, 28. 6 so 6 so he's got there for the last six over at 22-and-a-half. Yeah, he's gotten really good games. And, and so, yeah, yeah, I feel like we got to – and Cat – man, Cat's – I don't care. Cat's been playing really well recently. He's had some – I don't think we'll have the stumble that he had in that first playing game in the fourth quarter. I feel like we got a ladder. All right, we're going to ladder Cat again. All right, that's it. So we're going to take the Jokic assist ladder. We're going to ladder Cat again as well. So Cat over 22-and-a-half points, 25-plus plus 125. 30 plus 380, 35 plus 11 to 1. Yeah, I might have to spank on the 35 too. I think Cat can have a really good day, and it's just because I think Anthony Evers is still not right. Like I still don't think he's right. And so this will be a very, very good opportunity for Cat where I think he has a really good matchup and be extremely efficient from the field and also be able to spread the floor shooting on the outside as well. Like, you know, and I think this is a little of a, like a little chess match. Like, you know, you talk about the best centers of the league and you hear Jokic, you hear Joe on you never talk about Kat, mainly because he's soft, but he's good soft. Like he's soft, but he's still a good player. And so hopefully he steps up into that challenge in game one. I think Kat can have a day. So I'll add Kat to the ladder on my card today. So what I'm ended up playing today are the, the Los Angeles Clippers plus seven and a half. The Lakers and Grizzlies over to 28 and a half. Kind of like Michael Porter Jr. Not gonna add that to the official card. I may end up playing him though. I'm gonna take Jokic assist ladder and I'm gonna take a cat points ladder kind of want to take a player that nobody's and eh, let's let's not do that yet let's wait for game one and then we'll get more extravagant with the ladders for the rest of the series but let's just stick to the stars in game one all right other than that make sure you follow the hardwood culture podcast on twitter hw culture pod make sure you leave us reviews all of that stuff i know i've been gone for a while hopefully this was the return you all like and hopefully we have a really really good day Build, Be- rebuild a bankroll and keep on going throughout the playoffs. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast just going to end it like this. We are out of here.